0: you're listening to the dad whisperer podcast with dr michelle watson canfield whether you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox or a daughter who wants to connect with her dad or even a mom who wants to support your daughter's relationship with her father, you're invited to join the conversation today. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, and I welcome you here today to the conversation, especially if you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox. Well, you know the grid every week that guides our conversation, which is simply on your mark, get set, go. So dad, picture yourself standing side by side, other dads who are getting ready to run their fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. Go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set is filling that in with stories and stats. And go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for your daughter and your sons into action this week. Well, today I have a wonderful... Female guest coach joining me, which I don't always have women, but I love that here on the Dad Whisper. And her name is Patty Garabay. She's the founder and executive director of an organization that started in 1995 called American Heritage Girls, which is a national Christ-centered leadership and character development program that has helped literally thousands of girls ages five to eighteen discover their true identity and purpose in Christ through their transformative programming that includes learning about the Christian faith, leadership, social and emotional health, citizenship, patriotism, life skills, and integrating their faith with their spiritual calling and future vocation. Do you see why I have her here today, men? We have a treat with her, imparting her wisdom and knowledge. And not only that, but she Even underscores the importance of enjoying the outdoors. Well, if any of that touches you as a dad, you are going to love this conversation today. Well, her creation of what we'll call AHG, that's American Heritage Girls, began after her three oldest daughters, her three daughters only, I should really say, had been in Girl Scouts of America, and she was a volunteer for 12 years there, and she became disillusioned with the Girl Scouts after it began to stray from its original Christian foundation. So she turned her concerns into action, and now it's in its 28th year. There are over 52,000 members with 16,000 adult volunteers in all 50 states and in 15 international countries. My goodness. Well, Patty tells her whole story in her book, Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle? Isn't that great? Why curse the darkness when you can light a candle? She's been featured in media outlets including Fox, News Radio, Baptist Press, The Christian Post, Time Magazine, and The New York Times. She's been married to her husband, Pat, for 43 years. They have three adult daughters and one son. 11. I was going to say, how many grandkids now? 11 grandkids, and they live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, welcome, Patty Garabay. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. My goodness, half the time is <laughs> just reading your bio because you have been such a woman of action, uh-huh. which makes you one of my heroes and a kindred spirit. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Can't wait. <laughs> well, on your mark today, I'm calling this A Dad's Guide to Talking with His Daughter About Gender and Identity. Mm. Dad, this is a really big issue. I don't have to tell you that. And not many men or women are are really, I would say, courageous enough to step into this space right now. That's but you are. This is why I said she's my brave hero friend. Well, for Get Set, I want to talk to you first just about American Heritage Girls You have, with that organization, addressed this topic of gender and identity, haven't you?
2: Absolutely. We need to. And Mm
1: -hmm. you've got free resources, which we're going to tell dads about. You can go there. Mom's too today. You can download it. They're excellent. I've read through them. I highly encourage you to get them. But how about if you just share a little bit of your story? I've read about it. You have some trauma tucked in there and a little bit about your relationship with your dad.
2: Oh, yeah, that's... That's special. Yeah, let's say um, I was raised by a disabled father and an alcoholic mom. And um, she was an alcoholic due to the disability. And that was, she did not have the resources that I wish she would have had at the Mm -hmm. time, as I look at it in retrospect. But she tried her best. And her faith was not as strong as it should be, which helps us through these difficult things. But my dad, on, on the flip side, although he was very weak and he was bedridden most of my adulthood, he was a tower of strength Mm. in that he showed a caring heart. He showed understanding. He also showed that he believed in me. And that was really important. I think when Uh. dads believe in their daughters and actually verbalize that and not just let it go, that they say, you can do this. So my father, my book is called Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. And it was basically talking about the fight I had with the Girl Scouts USA. Now, who does that? That's sort of crazy, right? But there is a point when we as Christians have to say enough is enough. We have to get out of the boat, walk on the water, keep our eyes Mm -hmm. on the Lord. But know that God is not going to give, only call the equipped. He equips the called. Mm -hmm. And so I had to have a little bit of trust not only from my father who said, you can do this. He said, why not start something new? Are you serious? So your dad yeah. is
1: part of the significant foundation of this organization. Absolutely, I love that. Absolutely. And it didn't matter that his body had failed him. That's right. Who he was stood in support of you. Amen. And you know, we should never, we should never
2: marginalize those that are acutely or chronically ill. Mm-hmm. They still have something to contribute. Although it may look like all they're doing is suffering. The words that they're able to share with us are heard more soundly than when you're able-bodied. I believe this. And is your dad still living? No, my dad has since passed. I did pin an American Heritage Girl membership pin (laughs) on his lapel because I think he would have loved knowing that that is what happened from his encouraging words.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, I moved emotionally. I can't even imagine what that means to you. And I love that you just got to honor your dad yes, by telling that story here Yes, that laid a foundation in your courage and willingness to step out of the boat. Well, tell us even just a little bit more about your childhood.
2: Absolutely. So it was difficult, as you can imagine, being raised in those circumstances. I think that we are the dysfunctional family without the fun. We were oh. definitely there. I, I believe it was is just dad's encouragement for me I mean even even from the point where I got a deficiency report once okay and there was no way I could tell my mom because my mom was very reactive because she was very broken all right so Mm -hmm. she would have reacted in a really negative way and I don't know that we should encourage your listeners this way but my dad said Patty if you will tutor with me every day after school your mom will not hear about this deficiency report (laughs) and so he was he wasn't trying to keep secrets he was trying to encourage and saying your problem is between your ears see that's the kind of of encouragement he always had was I thought I was bad at math, so guess what I was bad at math. But ah, Dad knew that I, I had was the potential. Same.
1: Yeah, I was not good at math. Yeah, I'm, I still to this day believe that.
2: <laughs> you probably are very good, good, at, good math. at math. You just needed my dad to encourage you. Yes, where was your time. dad as my tutor? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but he was a, just that kind of guy. And then what? What models for us? Our father and the love that our father has mm-hmm. is then who is going to be your mate? Right, Right. And then I married an amazing man who showed love and care for my disabled father. And I'm like, well, that's the kind of guy I want, somebody that's giving of his life. And so my husband was also very strong in encouraging me to get out of the boat because who wants their wife to start a ministry that would ultimately affect internationally? I mean, that's a lot of time away from the family, right? But yet he did that because he also knew another Heavenly Father, yes. our Heavenly Father yes. was coming together, almost uh-huh. like in the Habakkuk moment where, where, where the Heavenly Father and the Earthly Father came together uh-huh. and encouraged to move forward. And that's really the story. So dads, I can't underscore how important you are yes. to your daughters. And that first encouragement mm-hmm. is what is going to really lay the groundwork for future choices such as boyfriends, husbands, yes. and even careers.
1: You know, in hearing you share about your story Patty where your own childhood had had it sounds like challenges that you're not even telling us about yes. but I think it's pretty clear right. that with your mom's brokenness, you know, we think of like if a mirror or something breaks, it has sharp edges yes. that cut. Yes. And so your dad stepped in and encouraged you and built up it sounds like belief that you could do anything because your dad said you can. Yeah. And I think I hear from a lot of women, I'm 27 years now in the profession as a mental health clinician, that say, you know, my dad actually is my ally, but my mom did so much damage. And so they, they feel sometimes left with, with maybe thinking as a woman, they don't know how to mother or don't mm-hmm. know how to step mm-hmm. out as a woman because of what their mom did. Mm-hmm. But you're really living proof that, if you lean into that healthier dad perhaps yes. than your mom was, you can do I mean you can follow in Patty's footsteps where you make a wise choice with a husband mm-hmm. that you choose. You don't have to repeat the the trauma that's right. right in the next generation, which no doubt has given you a desire to speak into young girls' lives based out of your, story. Exactly.
2: That's the fire in the belly that keeps you going, right? Yes. When trauma has happened in your life, you don't want that for the future. You don't want that for other girls. And we all know how important it is to influence girls well, because they are the hand that rocks the cradle. Yes. And they do rule the nation. And that influence is important. How is a girl going to use it for positive or for negative? They definitely have strong influence. So I believe the adversary is after girls, particularly. He wants all of our youth, but I think girls are a big bullseye. And so what's happening today? today's culture, we're seeing it. We're seeing his success. Although we know that who wins at the end, right? But girls are struggling. And you know, this as a mental health clinician between the depression and the loneliness and the suicide and cutting uh, and all of those. And now the gender
1: issue. Yes. Yes. So let's segue to that. So on your website, which tell everybody where they can find you, Mm americanheritagegirls.org. You have a whole PDF called A Raising Godly Girl's Guide to Gender and Identity. And it's phenomenal. I love how you even have action steps woven through it because I always do that with dads. I'm like, we don't just need theory. Right. Here's what you've got to do or you're like going to be in a hamster wheel just circling around. So as a practical go step, even right here at the start, yeah, tell them where dads can get a copy and what they'll find in that.
2: Right. So go to again, go to americanheritagegirls.org and you'll see a pop-up that comes right up onto that website so that you can download your free ebook. And there's three different ebooks that we have presently: Fear and Anxiety, We have the gender and identity, and then what is the antidote to all this hot mess? A biblical worldview. Oh, come on. So that's the brand new
1: one that we just have released. And they're free, aren't they? They're absolutely free. So dads, if you ever say, I don't know what to do to do it right, right, here you've got an action step where Patty is handing you a resource to enter into this conversation. You can print it out. You and your daughter can read it side by side, each other, mark it up, ask questions, right? Absolutely. It, it lays out the conversation that is so difficult to have. Yes.
2: And trust you me, if we do not start that conversation, they're hearing it from other sources mm-hmm. and that's how they're going to formulate their opinion. Right. So please be the first there, be preemptive, be, you know, re, not reactionary, but rather intentional and bring this topic up to your daughter. Okay.
1: Well, That is, again, a beautiful introduction to what I wanted to read about something you write in there, which is before you enter into this important conversation with your daughter, it's important you prepare your own heart first. Important conversations, you said, often bring a weight of stress, and that stress can be a catalyst for conflict or misguided urgency. Preparing your heart also provides an opportunity to eliminate shock, from the conversation. Okay, why does a dad need to prepare his heart first?
2: Oh man, some of this stuff that your kids are hearing and seeing are, is so radically different than anything you've known or, or even recognized. There's mm-hmm. new words out there that the kids are using that you need to be aware of. Like? Oh gosh, cisgender.
1: Come on, I that mean, one took me a while. Yeah.
2: Which Tell them what that means. Well, cisgender means that you are not biologically the
1: person that you, are you 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 help or cisgender is you are the gender you were born with cis that's right it, and that almost seems like it's something that you don't
2: want to be no. in the way that they use these words <laughs> but right but you know
1: what's hilarious yeah I mean, you're a cis you and I are both going no what is it again <laughs> yeah. we can't I mean we are demonstrating how absolutely confusing this whole conversation is Dad so if you're like I can't get the words right are you trans are you bi are you I mean binary non-binary are you cisgender? Right. I mean we're with you. Yes. We're saying it doesn't make a lot of sense, and it's really hard, and that's where your daughters are at, going, you know, they're hearing, hey, if you haven't tried it, how do you know you're not? Exactly. So then they're being encouraged over here to try stuff with a girl. They're try- I mean, on and on it goes, right? Right, and I think dads are at a, a really difficult space and place because
2: they're typically logical, and this does yeah. not make any logical sense. These words, this behavior, yes. it, doesn't, it defies logic. Yes. It is emotional, and mm-hmm. this is the key trigger, I think, for girls is that they are very emotional and that's a blessing. It can be used for good. Like I was talking uh-huh. about influence can be used as really good. But at the same time, if we are looking at our daughters during their puberty years and we're seeing this emotional fray, and I mean, and they can easily fray down and, and just go yes. into a puddle, we have to encourage them not by saying, Don't think that way, because that's not helping them. Because they're at an emotional state. You have to get in an emotional state too, right? You have to be able to right. feel it at the same logic will make no sense to an emotional mess. Uh-huh. Never does. Don't even bother, right? That but, might be your
1: takeaway today, Dad. To your right. one thing. Yeah, it's a good one. It's true for marriage as <laughs> yes, well. exactly. Or if you have female employees. It really that's is right. across the board a free truth from Patty Garabay. That's right. There you go. But I, I think this discussion, and I love this
2: book because it lays out the discussion. So like we talked about, you don't want to be reactive. You don't want to say, oh, you've thought about that? Oh my gosh, you've got to stop thinking about that. You've got to just recognize yes. and call calm down and quietly, because that's when they listen is when you're calm. When you're at a hyper volume, forget about it. they close the doors and you're no longer going to have that space or place to talk to them.
1: And what's really great about printing out a PDF Mm -hmm. or a book and looking at it is sometimes it helps when the stress or the tension is there to look at something else other than each other. You have somewhere else to look, or if you get tongue tied, you can follow that script. And You know, I want to read a couple of things that you write in there, which is that in 2019, there was a Gen Z study that found one-third of teens say gender is how a person what?
2: Feels. Feels
1: Inside, Mm. not their birth sex, but you go on to say, but believers know this to be a dangerous falsehood. Mm. Yes, we are clearly stating that here according to biblical foundations, not just an opinion. So if you're a dad who stands on the truth of the word of God, which isn't everyone that listens to this, Mm -hmm. but if you are, We just want to be women that are modeling being clear in what we believe because you want a daughter who's clear. And this is the antithesis to clarity we both believe. You go on to say, Patty, in this PDF that that same Barna study found that seven out of ten teens believe it's acceptable to be born one gender and feel like another. So there's a high likelihood your daughter is in that grouping. Mm -hmm. You also said three in ten teens report knowing someone most often appear, who has changed mm-hmm. his or her gender. And that's where that concept of gender fluidity, you say, is something we can't ignore. Why is that?
2: Mm, because it's everywhere. And that's the thing. It, even if you are really trying to insulate your child, and so yeah. many are... Homeschooling, whatever kind of way that you think you're insulating your child, mm-hmm. the media is inculcated with this stuff. No matter where you're looking, and they're mm-hmm. obviously privy to media. So we have to talk about it. We got to be clear on it. I, I encourage those um, that believe Bible the Bible is the word of God, which is how I believe, yeah. to bring that Bible along with you with this particular resource because you're able to show in the Holy Word of God, the timeless Word of God, yeah. how this is connected mm-hmm. and how let this is what culture says, but this is what the truth is. Yes. Two different things these days, very different things.
1: Uh-huh. And male and female. You go back to the beginning. Don't you do that in anything? You go back to the beginning of the book exactly. to know how a, a storyline goes. So here again, Dad's back there, Genesis 1, Genesis 2 in particular, mm-hmm. to get a foundation of male and female, mm-hmm. which again is now my, I just love the, the the flow we have here, because that is now a segue into asking you, how do you define biblical femininity? Mm,
2: you know, I, I think at an interesting time, I think you and I are both of the same age that we tried to resist labels mm-hmm. at any point. We were breaking the glass ceiling. Remember we were, the
1: when that was a thing? It was a thing. And now guess what?
2: Labels are in.
1: You're right. We're
2: putting labels on everybody. What are you? And then we're putting them in a box. And that is terrible, because... Our Lord is not in a box and he did not. Come on. He's creative and he did not put us in a box. Come on. But here's what we're doing. Preach girl. So we know where that comes from and Mm -hmm. it's from the adversary. Absolutely. And so when we put ourselves in labels and girls think, gosh, if I like cars and I like to horseback ride, some people call me a tomboy, which might mean I'm a boy, which suddenly they're identifying as a boy Uh because it's a cool thing. Or a cat. Yes, or, that's a really I like big cats, thing now. Or I like horses, yes. so I'm going to start to eat. Like be, very yeah. strange stuff going on here. But yes. it is just a, a symptom of uh-huh. the desperate nature girls are at. Yes. They don't know truth they don't know love. And they're susceptible to any loud voice. Very much so. The and, loudest and voice. And it might be that social the media voice. Right? Yes. And not even a real person's voice. And then you've got AI coming in here uh-huh. with who knows what kind of conversations they're going to be having. Right. This is just a scary time, but mm-hmm. we have to pitch our tent in the land of hope and know that God has all the answers. Mm-hmm. This, There's nothing new under the sun. This yeah. is Ecclesiastes moment mm-hmm. in that We've fallen before this crazy way, and now the pendulum must come back, and we have to speak sanity into our girls, but we need to do it in a loving way, Mm -hmm. in a patient way, because you as a dad do not understand really what this culture is Uh for your daughter. Yes. Because you're not your daughter. Yeah, exactly. And it's noisy out there. And there needs to be peace. And that's yeah. what you can provide. So I encourage dads everywhere to be peaceful and, and meditative in their approach. Yes. Prayer first. Non reactive. Exactly. And non logical because this doesn't, yeah. this defies logic.
1: And listening more than talking. Yes. Amen. Asking questions. Tell me why you think that. And, you know, I wrote an article for Focus on the Family last year on how dads can guide their daughters through a conversation on gender identity, sexual orientation, you know, sexual harassment, some of these tougher topics. And it's on my website, drmichellewatson.com, because I want dads to have that script. That's why I was so excited for us to have this conversation. You know, before we go to break, I want to bring up one other thing, which is, you know, we read in Genesis 3, a part of the curse that it says Satan will nip at our heel, Mm -hmm. but we will crush his head. And it's talking about women. And we know it's because we're seated in Christ. He ultimately, right, is the head crusher of the enemy, not us. Right. But that we have that authority. In fact, I have one tattoo and it's on my foot. Proto-evangelium. And it's proto is first, evangelium is gospel. And it's on my foot because it's Genesis 3.15, oh. that I have authority as a woman to step on Satan's head. And then if we look at Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28, where it talks about the adversary and Lucifer falling, it says he was perfect in wisdom and beauty. Mm. And those are the three places specifically, dads, that your daughters are being attacked. They're not perfect enough, mm-hmm. they're not smart enough, and they're not pretty enough. Mm. And it's an actual spiritual battle against the adversary mm-hmm. and your daughter. When you had said there's a hit against women i believe it's because we're a threat to the enemy that says i'm going after women and dad you get to step into the battle and right now you can tell i'm on my little uh, my little uh, soapbox here as well to say your daughter's gender mm-hmm. is a hit to the enemy He doesn't want the power of your daughter's femininity, womanhood, to be celebrated, and he wants to water that down. Yes. And I'm telling you, dads, we're going to keep this conversation going after we're going to take a break here, because there's more that Patty has to say to encourage you dads who are in the trenches with your girls so that they don't get swallowed up and eaten alive by this whole watering down of gender thing. Am I right?
2: Amen. Okay, we'll we'll be right (laughs) back. We'll
1: take a quick break.
3: Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now... Back to the Dad Whisperer podcast.
1: Welcome back. Well, I'm here with my new friend Patty Garabay, and we are talking about ways that you as dads can really champion your daughter in this area of gender and identity. She's the founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. And I know you already can appreciate why we have connected today. Well, one of the things you talk about is that sometimes right now in this culture, girls feel that if they have any draw toward anything that we used to call tomboy Mm -hmm. behavior or interests that aren't in the feminine lane or the girly lane, that we just would, hello we do it all I think in our generation you just would love you know going out and collecting tadpoles and you could go over and wear a girly dress right. what do you think's happening right now in that whole mess and message that girls are getting right, right.
2: you know I think for me it, this all makes so much sense from the adversary because if he can attack God's perfect creation remember the seven days or the six days the sixth day it was the best oh, yeah. and then uh-huh. he rested uh-huh. because it was very very good yeah not just good then the adversary can win, so to speak. Yes. You know, and so attacking the very creation of the Lord... Is, is that, And it's not, not only just girls. Boys are suffering from this, but girls in much larger percentage are suffering from this. Yeah. And many more of the girls are knowing other friends that are this. And because we react more to a social contagion kind of situation, right, the girls do, the boys. everybody
1: to like us. Exactly. It's all about what they think about us.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And so it can just pass like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it is. Mm-hmm. And it is. And we're finding it even within our own ministry of American Heritage Girls. This is probably the number one incident that is reported that are we're having the same sex kind of conversations at camp and so forth so it is something that we have had to train our leaders on yes our volunteers on because they're confronted this which is really what precipitated doing this for all families across the nation
1: and so again dad you get to step in and be a leader yes. of your daughters in this area because if you don't speak on it, then every other voice gets to weigh in but yours. absolutely. And your daughter needs to hear what you think. Yes. What you believe. You don't have to force it on her because at the end of the day, she's going to make her own choice. But yeah. if you don't let her know where you're at, Yes. She's really going to be lacking, I believe, in the end. So something that you write in this, this handout that I thought was really powerful, Patty, is you talked about how in Genesis we read that God created Eve from Adam's rib. And we know that some women are like, I hate that, that I'm from his side, and I'm less than, and I'm to submit. But I love how you pointed out that the Hebrew word ezer, is that how you say it? Ezer. Mm-hmm. Ezer is from right in scripture the the word for help me is actually and help mate is a word to describe god coming alongside yes. so it isn't a less than is it
2: not at all it's it's a specific too all right it's not a less than. we don't have to do everything equally we we both have expertise in different yes. areas man and women are different and on purpose you know for a purpose right yes and it is a beautiful thing to celebrate those differences we don't have to be the same exactly. this this is the big problem the feminist movement had in the 70s i believe is they wanted to be the same no we don't want to be the same because honestly god gave us a really special place Yes. and if you think about jesus and what all he did with women the fact that a woman was the first to say he had risen again.
1: Hey, did you know I've quoted that too? I've Isn't loved that, amazing? that part of the story? Yes, he entrusted the most important exactly. part of his whole story to a woman. Exactly. To women, you go tell the men. Yep. And then remember, on, remember the host that was supposed
2: to wash the visitor's feet. And the woman was with her tears because the host had not done it, the male host. Well, sometimes we got to step in. Oh, I never thought of that one. We have to
1: step in once in a while. Come on. And our gender ties to that vulnerability and sensitivity, and we don't want to water down men. We don't want you to water down that quality and that character of strength in your daughters, and we want to model that here today. And you talked, let me give you another quote you gave. I'll give you one of your own quotes back to you. You said, biblical femininity is not a personality trait or a list of shiny hobbies. It is the core essence of every woman. God created women as relational, nurturing, and vulnerable beings, just as man, woman was created to be in relationship with her creator, letting the Holy Spirit guide and direct her path. I love that. And you said, God has given her, I'll say your daughter, the spirit of femininity, and she doesn't need to conform to the world's view to prove it. In fact, it is this very cultural premise that to be a female means you have to enjoy feminine things that is damaging to our girls. Let her know, right, that your, her hobbies and interests, all of those things come together, in her own unique way to celebrate her as a girl, as a woman. What do you say about that? I just, I just,
2: that is a great statement, even though I have you, to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> but it is so true because we are, women are, are fighting with perfectionism all the time. Yeah. They're not really able to deal with I'm good enough and to know that you're good enough for your audience of one, yes. which is God almighty. Yeah. And so when we understand that, that's why it's so important for girls to understand who God is because she's made in that, in that same identity. And if she doesn't study the word of God, how yeah. will she know who yeah. God is and what he's like? And so yeah. this is so important for them to understand. Imagine if every girl and every boy knew who they were in Christ. We wouldn't have any of these you, issues, You would are we? so right. You and are even so adults. Right. I mean, we're broken, broken adults trying to right. raise broken kids. Right. So if you, Dad, don't feel like you're steeped in the word enough, get in there. Right. Start, start to understand what, what the message is. understand your role in it but encourage your daughter to be independent to be who who god made her to be to be vulnerable to love beauty to do all those things that make us so special and influential and remember both god at at the very creation of man made eve not a helpmate but actually alongside, alongside and then also jesus doing all those amazing works with women i
1: love that oh me too Okay, you have action steps woven all through this PDF. And I love the one that you talk about looking at your daughter's birth certificate. Say more about that. Right. Well, I mean, when there's confusion
2: around gender and things being called, what was your gender assigned at birth? You've heard that saying before. To understand, you are a girl. You were made in this image. And then to have an ultrasound of you as a baby. that's That's very... very cool for dad to talk about that and how yeah. excited he was to know that he was bringing in a daughter into this world now in our case we never knew the sex of our kids right. but these days everybody seems to and just to, from the very time you were woven in your mother's womb you were a beautiful daughter I could not wait to have to love Aww. that daughter to, to care about yeah. her and to know that she is just as important as a son you know back in those days of kings and queens and the girls were nothing and the guys were just everything that's not the case anymore mm-hmm. and a good father celebrates a daughter equally as a son.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay, let's talk about social media. We got to go there because like you even mentioned that at the beginning, right? There's just this constant barrage of messages Yes, that, you know, there are a lot of them from girls that are their same age that are just as confused and lost as these young girls are in their development. So how have you seen social media really take a hit on this area of gender identity? You know, even...
2: (laughs) Even Zuckerberg himself, the, you know, the owner of Facebook, has said this is a detrimental platform. Yeah, I don't think and
1: he even lets his kids on it. No, or something. It, and
2: Instagram is horrible for girls. And right, I mean, he's admitting this, but yet there's no penalty for that kind of destruction right. and this mental destruction. It's comparing yourself to something that's impossible to compare. Yes. You know, between the airbrushing and all the things, yes. the filters, the filters. Come oh on. my goodness! Yeah.
1: You don't I, even look like your, yourself. No, by the time you're done. And
2: and but, so of course when you're down and dirty, the kids, are, the girls are like, I'm not, I'm worthless. I can't look like that. But in American heritage, girls, we like to get down with dur- and Ooh. dirty. We actually have a leadership curriculum called Grit with Grace. Girls rooted in truth with grace and we got to be gritty and more resilient. Come and, on. and that was the thing. i met some girls in Texas last week and they were like, how do we become more persevering? Cause that's one of the words in our uh-huh. creed. And I said, well, you got to be gritty. You got to be able to stand up. You got to know that you can step out yes. and step
1: in because you've got the power of the Holy spirit. Yes. So you've got to get brave, which means standing alone. Yes. And still loving your friends. Yes. You're encouraging your daughters to love their friends who believe different or are dressing different in a, in more like a boy. Right. And, and being Jesus to them. Yes. Right. You look at, he's like, right to Zacchaeus, let me go to your house. Even though culture was like, we don't like tax collectors, but he said, I'm going to go to your house. That's right. I'm going to relate to you. That's right. While still being grounded in truth. Amen. And so getting that truth into your daughters, here's another thing you say is who your daughter is following on social media is just as important as the time she's spending.
2: On social, mom, and you peeked at your daughter's diary, that was a no-no. Well, you know I read every one of my daughter's diaries. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. Because we come need on. to care
1: about what's going on. You know, it was hid in between the mattress and <laughs> the box right. spring. We all knew it. We knew where the key was. Oh, come know? on. So you're like, be a nosy dad. <laughs> but, you know, our parents- Get in did, there.
2: Yeah, be nosy because don't yeah. be that parent that's afraid. Yes. These kids, exactly. these daughters were entrusted to you. Yes. You have a responsibility to go above- and beyond. And it'd be really great to say, Hey,
1: can I see what you're following
2: on right. social media? You say that. I want In to this learn more. Yes. I want
1: to know. I'm going to look. And what if a daughter says, No, Dad, it's my it's my social media platform. Get away. Get off.
2: Well then you get to pay the bill for the phone. No.
1: No, <laughs> That's you're right. right. Yeah, stop paying the bill <laughs> That's for right. the phone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I pay the bill. Uh, yeah. I, get I get to, to, to look. See. And you even say discover new accounts together that infuse truth and love into her feed. That's right. So it's not just don't do that. Right. It's let's do more of this. It's, go-
2: it's here. It's here and it's not going mm-hmm. away. So how do we use it for the glory of God and exactly. for the glory of your daughter? And yeah. you know,
1: another way you say it, because is if your daughter is struggling with her gender identity, start first by listening to her heart and that is so much my heart message, and I know it's the heart of God as a father who says, if the hearts of fathers don't turn to their children, so it's not just a head turn, it's the hearts. It has to be. He said he'll come and strike the lamb with a curse, which we know the adversary loves, that whole side of it. Oh, yeah. But you're saying, Dad, you make a difference step into this space with your daughter and again tell them where they can go find that pdf and say the name of it again
2: americanheritagegirls.org and this one's called the raising godly girls guide to gender and identity
1: okay last question for you i love to end with another go step even though you've given lots of them throughout our conversation patty but Could you just talk about one action step if a dad's like, I'm so overwhelmed, there's so much to do, I feel almost lost and stuck. Mm -hmm. If dad today wanted one way to initiate a conversation with his daughter about gender and identity, where would you tell him to start? I would start right with downloading that book, obviously.
2: Uh And I would start to talk about what kind of vocabulary around this do you know and start to go through the terms yes and ask then let's her questions. talk about that yes so you've got to ask questions because if you ask her an open-ended question or a yes no question mm-hmm. the likelihood is very strong that she's not going to enter into this conversation
1: and all of those terms are in the pdf exactly ad, so exactly. you don't even have to make up anything or feel lost you'll right. have a road map right through this conversation from patty to you so that you you're set up to succeed
2: right that's right that's right and you know furthermore if if you're concerned about your daughter's friends or lack of friends because loneliness is really leading the cdc has some horrific Mm -hmm. statistics that are going on with suicide and young young adolescent girls friends mentors goal setting all of that can be found in americanheritagegirls.org our troops it's a great discipleship program and you as a dad can be involved as well so imagine that
1: Oh, that's awesome. Today, On Your Mark has been a dad's guide to talking with your daughter about gender and identity. For Get Set, I've been talking with my new friend, Patty Garibay founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. She's given you lots of go steps all the way through this conversation, and I trust that you will choose one of them to put into action today. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be here with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads!
0: Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. For more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.